0: Some of the best players of the game have common traits. Confidence, solid work ethic, and adaptability. But one trait that almost every single MVP seems to have is diversification. They're triple threads, mastering not one level, but two, three, or sometimes even more. Tonight, we talk to a guest who is truly playing on a level that is worth learning from. There's no saying that a rose by any other name is just as sweet. That is definitely the case with our guest tonight. Esther Rose is a Southwestern dancer, fitness expert, and force of nature in the world of bikini modeling. Join me in welcoming the classy and sultry Esther Rose. Esther, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm, uh, I was good, but I'm better now, so I appreciate you taking the time and- Let's kick it off. Esther, let people know the best name to find you by and the platform that they should look for you on.
1: Um, my, I pride myself in like changing all my usernames to Esther Rose. That's actually my real first and middle name, but I, uh, that's on everything. And I'm sure that if you Google search it, you could find that. Um, it's my Snapchat, my Instagram, my Facebook page, all that stuff. Um, I'm mostly active on Instagram. Um, just because everything gets posted from there unless it's Snapchat. So if anybody wants to DM or have reach outs or gigs or anything awesome like that, that's probably how you would find me.
0: And you have, uh, is it all my links I think also?
1: Yeah, actually, actually. <sighs> I was, like, mentored by, like, this awesome, um, like, OnlyFans model, Danja, and she basically showed me the all my links, which helps out. So everything is pretty much on there. Anything I'm promoting, anything that I'm on, any platform, it's all on there, and it's all in the bio on my Instagram.
0: Awesome. Now, where are you from originally?
1: Um, I was actually born and um, raised, and I still live in Albuquerque, New Mexico.
0: Okay. Nice, nice. And I think most people have this this perception that anything in New Mexico is just like desert and cactus. I'm pretty sure it's not the case.
1: Actually, it's not. It it cracks me up because I I used to go to Denver a lot for modeling and work purposes. And uh, a lot of people would ask me if we live in Adobe houses, if we have internet. (laughs) And I'm looking at them like, Bro, like did you go to eighth and ninth grade? like it's mandatory to like look a geography is an actual subject. Where were you? like <laughs> we're part of the states bro <laughs> like so uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess it is like that concept that we still live in the wild wild West, but don't get me wrong, it's a little crazy out here still, but i I love it. I love Albuquerque myself
0: now you're a uh you're obviously a model you are. Yes um, a fitness expert, and I think you're actually training right now. Um, and you're also a dancer. Can you let us know, how did you get in the, which business did you get into first and how did it lead to the other two?
1: Um, so dancing was originally my, my first choice of career. I started when I was 18. I worked at, um, the all new clubs here, at home, <laughs> and um, I started traveling all over the country, and I worked all over the place. Um, I liked it because it was fast cash, it was flexible schedule, and I didn't have to really find anybody to cover for me. You know, I was always available to anybody whenever they needed me. Um, and then I started thinking, like, well, if I can make money off of my body, which would be, you know, my equipment for work, then maybe I could do it through modeling. And so then I branched out into modeling. And, of course, obviously, dancing and modeling comes with having to have a nice body. So once I realized I could profit off of my image, I started working out more, finding ways to work out more. And finally, I fell into the category of bikini competitions and fitness shows. So that was where, like, actually a lot of stuff turned for me in a good way.
0: So with all that going on, you've got got the modeling You've got the training. Are you still dancing or no?
1: Um, I actually am, but it's not as frequent just due to COVID. Um, my home gotcha. club is shut down right now, so there's nowhere to work out here for us. Um, okay. But I've been traveling around to work outside of the state, which is all right. It's not as profitable as usual, I'm assuming, again, because of COVID. But, I mean, it's worth so you it. you got all that.
0: Right. I mean, and you've got all that going on. That you've got, you're in the grind, you know. So, between all that and training and, and learning and posting content, what's a day like for you? Because you know, like, and we were just talking earlier before the show. I think people think that you know, you wake up, glammed up. Uh, oh my you know, god! Muscles, I wish you know, muscle <laughs> muscles bulging and everything all set to go in a bikini and and you know, clear heels or whatever. So, what's a day like for you?
1: Um, I get up. I get up six, seven-ish in the morning, even if I don't want to. Uh, we recently just got a husky puppy, and so he has to be up and out early. And then I actually have to go outside and let the chickens out, because we have chickens too.
0: <laughs> Wait a second, Hold on. <laughs> well, yeah. We're, we're not, we can't just blow past that. You have chickens?
1: I have chickens and rabbits and a husky and two cats. And we're planning All on right. getting another puppy soon. <laughs>
0: so are they like like egg producing chickens or they're just like yes
1: chickens? we give uh we sell like a cage-free eggs here in albuquerque and um in fact we had four but a bobcat came and ate them ate two of them yeah,
0: she, folks she is a walking <laughs> entrepreneur dancing fitness, modeling, and ch-
1: i know and and, and we eggs. tell everybody and they laugh and i'm like what like this is what happens like
0: if you ever find one way to do all of that at once <laughs> please let me know
1: yeah so then i do yeah. that and i'll i'll make my coffee and my oatmeal cuz i'm like a co- i recently became like a coffee like fiend in the morning so okay that that What's was your favorite immoral. coffee um well honestly like locally there's a place out here called Pinon coffee Okay. Um, And they're amazing. Like, I mean, I love all their coffee and it's all local. So that's why I love it. I, 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 I try to contact them for like some type of a sponsorship or something just because I, I want to re- represent stuff that like local people like you and I are trying to do. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, they, they're busy. They never got back to me. But um, if I was to go, they have the Keurig cups over there. And I'm always like, I need to stop in there and grab some.
0: Take a chicken in there with you next time. They'll remember you take a what a chicken take a chicken yeah just walking over the chicken i could take him a
1: carton of eggs and be like hey (laughs) here's my cage free eggs here
0: so you're up by (laughs) six coffee and then and when when do you start hitting the grind when is it the gym and the photo between uh eight
1: and nine i'm i'm hitting cardio i'm up to like 400 calories uh burn in the morning and then I get done and I if it's a photo shoot day it's usually rough. I have everything planned out. So get out, shower, I have a crate that will have all my props, all my stuff in it. I have to like get ready. Um and that takes forever. It's not fun for me anymore because I do it all the time. Um and then, you know, I head out to Dave, who's my photographer here in Albuquerque, um, and I'll shoot with him. Takes like three or four hours per set. We'll do like three or four sets in one session. Um, we pick photos, whatever. I come home, I take my makeup off again, and then I get back on the treadmill for another thirty minutes of cardio. Wow. Now um, I've
0: seen you go know that description. Uh, you know, these got you you've got clips on Instagram. You train uh-huh. like a beast. no nobody, nobody can dispute that. You get in the gym and you hit it. There are, you know, we've got listeners who are beginning to, you know, go back to the gym or beginning to work out, especially during the pandemic. You're an expert. Can you give them three do's and three don'ts about starting a workout?
1: Jeez, um, I can. It's and I'm and it's a no mercy for me. Like I, I cry on the treadmill sometimes. So <laughs> so when I'm saying this, I'm saying it with dedication, consistency. That's the number one. And even if you're, I'm telling, even if you're having a shitty day and you're just like exhausted and you're, you know, you already went out of your diet, like you're like, I'm, I'm done. Just, just go to the gym still. It don't matter. Do your, do what you usually do. Don't kick your butt if you're exhausted. Don't, you know what I mean? But go, go and do what you usually do. Do your workout, do your cardio because That adds up over time, like no matter how many bad days you've had or what, you know what I mean? Over time, it becomes a lifestyle and you're just dedicated to it, you know? Two is try to eat healthy. Like it's obviously hard. We're all busy. Like I'm busy, you know what I mean? But you can stick in, you know, a couple of hard boiled eggs with some protein, a protein shake or have a salad instead of something fast food. I mean, shit, Wendy's has good salads. Grab one of those, you know what I mean? um and three I, I do
0: i do like their taco salad
1: <laughs> they have a good salad. they have that stupid ch- chicken pecan cranberry one i get that yeah, every time
0: that is i think they got like a like like a mediterranean salad too there i think it's been a while but or yeah, panera
1: i don't know if you like panera but that one they have like healthy pan- there I, that's good
0: i feel like we're giving away free advertising now for like wendy's panera
1: i know i'm like dang i'm not even sponsored what the heck man <laughs>
0: The, the, these coffee people who are who are making coffee we're on the
1: fast like i mean i'm always on the go so i'm like well what would anyone else want to do you know what i mean like crap
0: coffee people who are in a little adobe making coffee no i'm sorry go ahead so how about some don'ts?
1: i know i'm like what do you mean and then now i don't have internet like this is getting weird <laughs> uh and how three, about how you about don't say... oh i'm
0: sorry oh, yeah okay. the third do yeah no please oh no ahead.
1: you're cool you're cool uh Three, I would say limit your caffeine if you work out a lot. That sounds crazy, but uh, you actually drain your adrenaline glands from um, from using caffeine or coffee too much, You I me, and it turns out making you more tired in the end and people don't really realize that.
0: All right, so now quick know, question it, about that, about the yeah. caffeine and, and working out. So, you know, is it... Is there a time period that should lapse between like getting a morning cup of coffee and hitting the gym?
1: I mean, it's hard to say. Everybody, everybody's body is so different. Like, I would say within a forty-five to thirty minutes span after you drink your full cup of coffee, you could probably hit the treadmill and get a really good um, beats per minute and you know heart rate going and start burning calories fast. I actually have experimented with this myself, so that's why I'm actually speaking like from experience. As soon as I hit the you know thirty minutes to forty-five minutes after the cup of coffee. I'm right on track ten ten calories per minute, you know, and that's that's really good for for someone that's trying to like burn fat or anything like that. Um, what about three don'ts? I'm sorry, donks, three, yeah, three don'ts. Um, don't over or undersleep. I know that sounds crazy, but it definitely like will bog you down if you sleep too much, and then of course if you undersleep, you're going to be tired naturally. You know what like.
0: I asked her. Hey, I'm sorry. We're losing a little bit. Yeah. Oh,
1: can you hear me better?
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you could come, there we go. There we go. If you can repeat that that first don't. Yeah, please.
1: Okay. Um, I was just saying, um, don't like try to like monitor a healthy sense of like a sleep schedule for yourself. Everybody's schedule is different, so I can't tell you, but I know that after six to eight hours of sleep for me, I feel great. Anything over that. And I don't really get much done. And I feel like a lot of people have the same feelings towards that. Um, What else? Don'ts, what else? I feel like a lot of people are not aware of what exactly turns into sugar after you eat it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Like there's tomatoes, potatoes, like all the colored vegetables that are not green um tons of you know fruits and stuff that are actually not as good for you even though they're not better than candy you know um that's just a matter of research you could look up sugar and starches what turns into sugar what turns into starches um that's like kind of like you know per person their own research but i i actually noticed that and like avoiding any types of drinks with sugars in them that makes a huge difference it truly does like don't, don't, um, over drink that stuff. Don't excess, make it excessive.
0: You know, and it sounds like, and, you know, I've done a little research too, and, you know, trying to be healthy, Uh, you know, I saw a great quote that said, you cannot out train a bad diet. You know, it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like, you know, everything you're telling us is that, you know, like a healthy work style for the gym starts before you even get into the gym. You know, that's what you eat. Yeah. I just feel like you kind
1: of have to like your body's a computer. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. everything that you give it, like software, hardware, online, internet, any of that stuff, is what you're feeding it. And you're basically, you're going to crash your own system, basically, on about, how well you treat it.
0: What about overtraining? Because I know some people are like, oh, man, I've been in the gym in like a year or two, and they walk in the gym, and they're like, like you know, they want to do like four hours of working out, and they haven't been working out for like three years.
1: Yeah. I... There's always a point where something becomes unhealthy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yes.
1: But I feel like, I don't know. So here's something like I'm a competitor. So you go through an entire almost year year long process of, of training. There's no breaks when you're a competitor. And I could tell you like, like I said, there's times where I I was crying at the gym. Like I, my body was tired. I was tired. I was mentally tired. I would just sleep for hours. Like if you're training to that extent, like make sure you're doing it for something that you really want. Because nobody's body should be that that drained. You know what I mean? Normally,
0: you know, and that you bring me up to to the next question. And you know, I've read lots of interviews with guys like uh, you know Chris Evans that played Captain America, or Hugh Jackman played Wolverine, you know, these guys they had to train for, like, months to be these superheroes. And I think even Hugh Jackman, um, Hugh Jackman said he was miserable because it's, like, you're not living. It is. Like,
1: I would just be crying. Like, I I mean, I would just be so sad. Like, I wanted to go out. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. But I couldn't because I knew that I would either, uh, Mm. like, sabotage myself and drink alcohol or I would, you know not get enough sleep to get to the gym the next day. And in some turns, I can say it becomes more of a burden at some point where you actually begin to hate the hobby. You're like, don't like it. But it makes you more determined in a sense. It's a really weird love-hate relationship. I couldn't describe it to you.
0: So what are some popular misconceptions that people have about bikini modeling? Because I think people think it's like, oh, like, you know, you wake up fun. beautiful. Fun, that's the thing. Yeah, it's that, fun. That's yeah. what it
1: is. They think that it's like this, like, Like you're just going to go in and be on a diet and just come out this like, but it's not, it's you're, you're on a a schedule for a workout. You're at the gym three to four hours a day. You're eating six meals on a scheduled time. So you know what I mean? You can't miss a meal because then you can't fit it into your time. So if you miss a meal, then you're just asked out of that meal, which also sucks because then you're a double hungry by the end of the night, you know? You have to proportion all of your meals, like your clothes isn't fitting you the same. And, and some days, I mean, I would be looking like my tip top best and I would be in the mirror thinking like, why am I even at the gym? I look terrible. It's just an enti- an entire mind fuck. Like then you're, then, you know, the three months out hits you and you start, you're planning hair and makeup and you're like stressing already. And I feel like men go through the same thing, you know? And if you're traveling, you're trying to make money for the travels and the show because the show's about 1500 by itself. So it's just like a really big investment. It's, it's a lot of time. And I think people think it's like gonna be easy because my friends, and I love my friends, I love them very much, but sometimes I wanna compete and I'm just like, I I would love for you to compete. I hope that they do, but I don't want them to get their hopes up themselves, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it sounds. I mean, it sounds brutal. What's your favorite part of? Let me ask you this: if you had to, if you had to rank your three, the three businesses that you're in—the dancing, um, the bikini modeling, and then the fitness—rank them. You know, favorite one, two, three, and then what's your favorite part of that business?
1: Um. So you pretty much hit it right in the row, though. It's, I say dancing. Um, dancing modeling and then my fitness I'm I'm positive that those are going to flip very soon but for right now I say dancing because dancing was what made me like what I am and it made me be confident it made me want to become a model it made me get into that so if I I feel like if I had never even went into dancing I would never have the confidence and like the resilience that I have today you know what I mean like I'm not cocky like I'm not the best thing out there but I know that like I feel proud about what I did on my own you know
0: Yeah, and yeah, and we've talked about this before, that there's a very clear difference between being cocky and being confident. And, you know, you're clearly confident and, you know, not arrogant or anything like that. What is, um, because, and we've talked about this, we had Teddy Martinez, who's a bartender. We had DJ Risquet who's a DJ from Australia. And we were talking about things that people do that are like just the dumbest ass thing to do to a bartender or a DJ. I've been in a Good couple dancer? of clubs before. Yeah, I've been in a couple of clubs before where dancers are there. And and I, I've given, like, tips to buddies, like, hey, man, like, don't do this or do that. As a dancer, what's the number one thing somebody should do and should not do?
1: So you should, like, tip. Like, I think people have the mis- misconception that, like, we're waiting for someone to make it rain. It's not even that. It's just... If we're out there on the stage or we're sitting with you for an X amount of time and you know that you have some cash to spare, like, throw three bucks at her. Holy shit, bro. Like, that's our job, too. You know what I mean? Like, it bothers me when there's, like, someone sitting in the club for literally, like, three, four hours and has done no dances, no tipping, you know what I mean? And told every girl that they, you know, I don't want you to sit with me. Well, what does this look like? Window shopping? Nobody likes that. You know what I mean? This isn't Costco. Right, right. You don't get free samples. Like, get out of here.
0: <laughs> I feel like every club should have that that slogan, right? Under the Up oh,
1: on the wall when you walk in. This is not Costco. Yeah. No free this samples here. Costco.
0: <laughs> there's no there's there's no uh, there's no nuggets on toothpicks up in here.
1: The don'ts, I say don't. My thing personally is like I'm pretty lenient when it comes to like physical physicalities of the job. I mean But once men become aggressive or, like, disrespectful, I just feel like I'm like, where did you ever go that this was okay? You know what I mean? Right. Like, whether one dancer said it was okay or another one didn't, you can't just approach everybody with this. Like, I'm not going to be cool with what fucking Becky over there was cool with. You know what I mean?
0: Becky gets around. You got to watch for Becky.
1: You never know. Dirty Diana comes in hot sometimes.
0: (laughs) You know, there was a a buddy of mine, and he's actually... (laughs) I'm laughing because he will hear this, but he's actually the guy that kind of like taught me some of the ropes of heading out to the club and stuff and and like uh we went in one night, and it was a bunch of guys and and there was a there was a dancer, and like nobody was paying her any attention, and you know i mean if you had to if you had to say there was a ranking, she may not have been you know the prettiest or whatever the, but, the, yeah yeah, but so he and I went up there and and you know we we threw some tips up there. And we sat back down. The other guy's like, why'd you guys do that? You guys don't even really want to dance from her or anything. And we said, it's not about that. It's because she's up there working. And and she need, you know, somebody should throw her some damn love and show her some appreciation. She couldn't have been any happier. You know, I mean, it was just that somebody came up there. I mean, it's and, just you know, like the there. reason
1: we do it is for the fast cash. So, I mean, three bucks, right. five bucks, whatever it is, it, it it's appreciated. I mean, shit, I went in there and just paid, you know, X amount of money to work. So for us, it's just like, it's just a basic respect, you know? And then when people are cool, that's awesome too, you know? Then that just is like, all right, it's not that bad.
0: (laughs) We always tell guys, you know, if you go anywhere, a bar, uh, a club, whatever, you know, respect is key, confidence, um, listen to people and and be sincere. You know, it's everybody is everybody, people are people. I don't care if you, you know, if you're sliding up a pole or if you, you know, doing surgery, everybody's due respect, so... Uh, what are you currently yeah. working on? I know, you know, I know you're working on your, your fitness training and, and stuff. What What's going on in the world at Esther Rose right now?
1: So right now I'm actually working really hard to get my fitness training certificate through NASM. Um, I plan on doing like a whole entire launch. I'm going to be doing stuff. I want to be doing more stuff on YouTube, kind of more so like uh, like what we're doing now, except me talking to them. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I want to actually launch a uh, OnlyFans for fitness specifically, so girls can go on and be like ten bucks a month, and it'll just have workout routines, just tons and tons of workout routines. And I just want to, cause it's so, and that way they can just go on and look whenever they want to. You know what I mean?
0: I like that. In keeping, uh, in keeping with the themes of sexiness that we talk about here on the show, what is the sexiest thing about you?
1: Now that we can revert back to my second favorite job, which would be modeling. (laughs) That's just what I like to do.
0: Um, Nice, nice. What um what makes a man sexy?
1: Um God, that's changed a lot over the years. I've I've definitely grown up. I find uh stability one of the biggest things. Um I always tried to go for like wild, like you know, people that have like, Oh, he's a photographer. Oh my God. He does this. He's works on, but like, if there's nothing else behind them than just one skill, it's not to me. I'm like, okay, I've realized there's, I want them to be smart and intelligent. Like when they can talk about something and actually know what they're talking about, you know what I mean? I like them to have something that's theirs um, that they take care of because that shows a lot about a person. Um, I'm such an intimate person, like just with character and like personality in itself that for me, like if you can catch me with that, then I'm probably into you already.
0: Now, do you like it when a man works out with you or when you work out, is it just like this is Esther time?
1: Um, it kind of depends. Um, I like to work out with my spouse because... He's like really strong and it makes me want to be like strong like that because I don't ever want to be the weaker link. You know what I mean? So it is very motivational for me to like work out with him. And also in a sense, I kind of like feel like it's a very, um, it's a weird connection. My dad used to tell me that. So when we started going, that was really appreciated. Like I cherished that. But then there's times like where I'll have to go in the morning by myself because I actually, like you said, like you said, I work out and do like some pretty big workout routines and stuff. And although he likes to lift, I'm, I'm doing like HIIT workouts, like stuff that's going to keep my heart rate up. I'm trying to jump on blocks and stand on weird little things to make sure I have a balance and whatever you could think of. And he's just not doing that. So when it's that time, like I love it when I leave, I feel so accomplished. Like it just depends, you know?
0: Yeah, no, it makes sense. Folks, it's time for the quick game where we like to give our guests a chance to run through some entertaining questions. Esther, are you ready? Yes. All right. Don't overthink it. Just boom. Oh, man. <laughs> first thing, I knew first it was going to happen. In. I know. You, you knew it was coming. Uh, giving presents or getting presents? Which do you like more? Giving. Be honest. I was. Be, come on, be honest. Giving. You know, like, I love giving right. presents. From one to 10, how hot do you like your shower water?
1: I don't want it at 10, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you like that skin peeling off heat. If
1: I'm by myself, if I'm by myself, then I'm going to put it on hot. But then like, if there's like a mini party happening in there, it's like, all right, I'm turning this water down so I don't want everyone <laughs> else to turn ro- lobster red.
0: <laughs> if, there, if there's a mini party going on, I like that. Do you like the <laughs> smell of gasoline?
1: No. Yes. Sometimes. (laughs) Like when I'm pulling into Odessa, Texas to work at Rick's Cabaret, I'm like, oh yeah, this is the smell of money. But when I'm cruising out of the gas station to get a bottle before I hit the pregame party, I don't want to smell like gasoline. You know what I mean?
0: Can you touch your toes without bending your knees?
1: Yes, I'm flexible. Uh,
0: Have you ever tasted soap?
1: unfortunately i have
0: do you all right well <laughs> Pami, Pami wants to keep going and pami's like let's go further down why she's tasted soap before
1: do you want to know okay i was go ahead i have like these long acrylic nails and like i was putting the soap on my loofah thing and it went under my nail and then I'm, I'm like, there's like hair in my mouth in the shower. And I know it's mine. Cause I shed like a dog. And so I go to like pull it out and, <laughs> and then like the soaps on my nails. And I was like, ugh, I was like, I was actually laughing. Cause I was, oh, I just washed my mouth. That was so great.
0: <laughs> Do you currently own any stuffed animals?
1: Wow. I don't own any currently. No.
0: See, yeah. You might have to fix that. Um, tapas or pasta
1: Tapas.
0: no tapas it's a spanish food
1: oh tapas i was like yeah top- that's a strange that's a strange combination no i'm just kidding <laughs> um pff, pasta but that's my problem in life
0: <laughs> ask permission or beg forgiveness ask permission uh what type of milk do you put in your cereal if you eat cereal
1: Almond milk.
0: What type of cereal?
1: Um, well, oatmeal usually, but sometimes frosted flakes or raisin <laughs> <bread. laughs>
0: There, There, oh my god, you eat my ideal cereal. That is hilarious. Cause I have friends who tell me I eat cereal like I'm an old person. They're like, Man, nobody eats that but people who are like retired and don't have teeth or something. I'm like, get out of here, that's bullshit. Thank you. Well, Thank I you for validating.
1: Crisp, but then like, as I got older it just turned into motion.
0: <laughs> Last question. And I think I know the answer. Do you Instagram your food?
1: Mm-hmm. Sometimes when it's like that dish and it's like, oh, and it like hits the table and you're like, dang, <laughs> I wish someone else could see this too. You guys all see this? And then everyone else is taking pictures. So you don't have to take one.
0: Good people, sexy people. That wraps up our interview with the sexy Esther Rose. Esther, thank you so much for joining us this evening. One more thank time, you. tell people tell people the best place to find you.
1: The best place to find me is probably Instagram. I'm the most frequent there, but you could also search in any of your Google searches or whatever you use, allmylinks.com dash one, Esther Rose one, and that will bring up all the links to all the platforms that i'm on
0: sounds good esther rose we will see you soon
1: thank you you have a great day i'll talk to you guys again soon can't wait to be back on
0: thanks for listening to game on with jackson stewart follow the blog at hisnameisgame.wordpress.com You can find the official Game On Erotic Literature and Night Game Guide to a Damn Good Night on Amazon and Etsy. Join us next week when we continue the good talk. And until then, keep it sexy and Game On.